0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I seriously just had to make this video. Otherwise I would have changed my team that many more times. It's here, our team reveal for round one. Thursday's finally upon us and we have my team, we have the people squad with a few changes there and then my super coach team at the end as well to to show you there. I'm gonna be doing one super coach video a week guys and it's gonna be 10 or 11 fantasy videos. So strap yourselves in for an exciting year. I know I can't wait. And a big thank you to all of you for this awesome preseason, and a big thank you to the people that have joined the private group. That has been great so far. I've been going through a lot of the five minute uh, videos with those guys, just making sure their team's set up and going through all the options. So that's been awesome to kick things off here. So my team, there's a, been a few question marks over the last few days, and we'll discuss that at first. And, and the back and forth that I've had with someone like Harry Grant, as you can see with my team right now, he has not made the cut. And I think I have to stop making changes in this guide. And guys, if I do make any changes from here, you will know about it in the Discord and also in that private group. So. Yeah, it's been back and forth with him at the moment and I've been speaking about someone like Carrigan uh, all preseason. and I've just seen, obviously, their bench and I'm a little bit worried about minutes. I just can't see him playing the 80 or 70 there. So probably about the 60 mark and we know that he can be a little bit up and down in terms of his scoring with those minutes. Uh, we have 55 to 60, payne Haas will probably be similar but we know that he has a bigger sample size of you know, 60 plus scores and that's why I've stuck with Haas and I've gone up to Murray alternatively with him is their bench is very very limited in terms of guys that are going to play minutes and with them having a really tough start to the year I can see him playing 70 to 80 minutes on a regular basis and we saw last year when he played 70 and 80 minutes those round two and three he did score a couple of mid 80s so he's someone that has made it into my side and that's had to you know that's caused me to make some changes elsewhere in terms of guys that are sitting there pretty well must-haves in my side it was Brandon Smith which makes sense it's just you know owned by too many people to to be someone that you can't have in your side guys like Egan Butcher now that it's sort of locked in that he's going to get that spot you can see sort of 150k in value and an average of 50 you'd say you know, most likely he can do you know he can do it with scoring tries he can do it with tackles and run meters as well just a really solid player you know as good as his brother or even slightly better uh, is what he's been you know shown through the uh, the younger years, so he's in there as well. Payne Hass hasn't moved for you know probably three or four weeks now. Obviously, we you know we change a lot through the preseason with all the the noise that he had coming into the preseason. There, he's now locked into my side and potentially has a little, probably five or six points of value and gets him into the sixties and and that's exactly what we want. In terms of setup, guys, there's the reason why we have Jackson Ford in the in the starting is because he he plays a little bit earlier than some of these guys. So he slots in there because he plays in that second game of the week, guys. And if you're setting up your team as well, it's probably weird. Oh, why is Payne Hass on his interchange? And why is Egan Butcher in there over guys like Lioro and Katoa? So Lioro and Katoa actually play that first game. So you want to lock them in there, and then you want to leave your interchange available to be able to make some switches with different players. If one of these guys goes out in your starting side, you can only fill that with someone in that same position, where if they someone is out in that interchange, you can move anywhere around that eight there with the interchange and the emergency. So that's the that's the call there. Hopgood's a must-have, guys. You obviously have to have him in your side. So this is where it became a little bit interesting. With a couple of my selections, you can actually see one of them now, which we'll just slide it down a little bit there, is just Swellee. So the last couple of hours i've been back and forth with a couple of moves so let me know you guys thoughts on this one as to what how you would play it the move was Eli katoa and justice welly out for pat carrigan and then i had to go really cheap so i'd had khan pereira in there at 230 let me know how you think that sets up my main issue with making these teams at the moment really is the fact that there's so many uncertain, there's so many uncertainties in this wing fullback and center position. That's where I've been racking my brain this whole time. And so I've actually landed on spending a little bit of cash in that position, because what it looked like if I didn't spend any cash in the centers and the wing fullback there, I was looking at, you know, definitely keeping guys like Butcher. And that meant I ended up with Grant. It meant, meant I ended up with guys like Carrigan potentially Hastings as some other options to spend that money instead of drink water, spending it on Hastings, for example, and having him as my third half back. But what that caused issues with, is the fact that you're missing out on these sort of mid-range, lower tier guys, you know, the could is at under 450, Trent Liero, under, under 400 there. Jackson Ford potentially was the guy you moved on from. And I just thought that that was probably a little bit silly, given the fact that they can, you know, if they're getting 60 minutes, they're easily, you know, getting close to that 10 points of value. Whereas trading for some of those guns, you know, Carrigan, I think, you know, probably has five points of value. Is that enough? You know, can he come out and score a 50 round one and just keep his value for sure? Could Liero and Katoa come out and not score super well? Could they lose their spot to Sims? Could they lose their spot to Eisenhoof, these types of guys? They're all question marks, but the biggest issue I found with these centers and the wing fullbacks especially all those cheapies. Literally every cheapie in your team, guys, has some kind of issue. You're looking at those Eels cheapies. At the moment, I've got Cartwright in there. It's going to be him or Dury, I think, at this stage. Again, these these bench guys are probably you know subject to change, whether it's him, Cam Pereira, uh, these types of guys. Cam Pereira is actually up in a crazy percentage ownership. You know, Hopgood's really high now, which is good, but Cam Pereira is right up there as well. So yeah, how it how it works out, I'll I'll work that out there, but Cartwright or Dury, you know, even them, either one of them, both of them, potentially only have three weeks in the side. You know, is that worth it? Cardi, you know that he can have a really solid PPM. Where Dury, you, you don't think so. So, really, the good thing is with Cardi or with Dury is that they play that first game, so you'll know if there's any changes in the bench, whether Murchie goes in the starting side, whether any of them gets dropped or anything like that. We will find out in that first game. Also, the same with Liero. And Katoa. So that very much is helpful. The good idea with these mid-range type of guys is if they do underperform or you, you know they don't get the role that you think they're gonna get minutes-wise or something like that, you can downgrade them to one of the cheaper guys that has come up and done well, and you can upgrade elsewhere. Or you know, you could you could straight swap one of these cheaper guys and straight swap one of these guys to you know a Ryan Sutton or these types of players there if you have a little bit of cash. So currently sitting with 21 in the account. Yeah, just very, I just, I'm just, i still not completely sold on it. But what I've noticed with all the teams I'm looking at is everyone has some type of gap. I was thinking of going the real light in the centers and wing fullbacks and then going really heavy up top. That would mean Grant's up there. I mean, or, or I would have Carrigan and that leaves me very strong in the hookers. The mids there, obviously plenty of value in the edge, strong in the halves, and then just really, really poor in the centers. So it would have been Alamotti and Thompson or the other option is Alamotti and Talao, and then you're playing like a, you've got like a Smith Shields uh, to cover that center position, or a Camperera on the emergencies, which is okay, but nothing special. And then the wing fullbacks was Lockie Miller, Warbrick, and Tomate Martin. And Tomate, we know for him, he doesn't have a lot of upside. Really, the base for him is gonna be that 25 to 30. You know, you can get 35 maybe if he gets a try assist, but really in that side, we're not expecting too much from him. And that bit, that's kind of the good thing with someone like Cam Pereira is that the fact that you could, if you play him in the correct week, if he, if they come up against a, a lighter side, for example, and he bags a double and gets 55, that's awesome for your side. Whereas Tomate, at the, he's over 300k. You know, Do you play him? Do you just drop him and, and go for like Talao in that position and, and again have a Smith Shields or something like that in the emergencies? And then you're playing with Isaac Thompson in the centres who... We're not actually sure if he's going to have his spot next week. So there's a lot of question marks there. I just decided to go up to Sualii. So the options were with him there. It was Suali. It was Staggs. I had in my team at one point there at that slightly cheaper price. There was Isaiah Tass, who I had in my side for, for a brief period of time. I just jumped on Sualii, I think at this stage, it looks like he's going to be fine concussion-wise. And they have the Dolphins and then the Warriors first up. He has that dual position, which is also great. And the good thing there, those first two games, he could come out and absolutely dominate. And when I mean by dominate, I'd be, I'd absolutely love a 45 each and every week there to to a bag of fifties across that first two games. And that would really put me above the pack if he can do that. You know, if they can come out and play really well. Last year, they started poorly. Hopefully this year they can come out and do well. They didn't play that great in the trial either, but up against the Dolphins, you know, there might be a little bit of a tight tussle, but if the Roosters can come out and and really be firing, then they're going to have a great game and think he's gonna do well on that left edge with Kiri, with Egan Butcher there, with Tupou. There's gonna be plenty going on for Joseph there. So a little bit of a worry. There's him, there's Talatakola. Cola was the other option I had as well to go a little bit lighter, but again, he has a buy in round uh, two. So really, in all of the options, in the mid range, in the, the high range for the centers, there's some positives and negatives for all of them. So really, my whole theory with this was I put a little bit of money in here that shores up the centers and the fullback position, which is awesome. And I can get all those value middies and cheapies that you know, we we're looking at getting in our in our teams and I don't miss out on any of them. And look, not all of them are gonna pop, right? But when they're not at basement price, you can move on from a few of them. So that's where it's good to have a bunch of those guys and not hold a ridiculous amount of cheapies. Like I have a decent amount here, I have seven in total. If you're looking at Alamotti and Warbrick, uh, and then the guys on the interchange bench. But really, I think you at least need to have six. Eight's probably too many. I think so that seven's kind of the, the solid range I think most people are, are running with. You're either sitting there with a couple in your starting team and a couple in your emergencies here, and then definitely Ford, definitely Liero, uh, and then going you know for Ryan Sutton and these types of guys as well. You got a few in that sort of 400 bracket, or you go a little bit heavier with Butcher and then go down to a cheaper type of guy. But as I said, all of the emergencies, guys, they don't have a super amount of, of job security. There's not a, a clear idea on them being able to do super well. Alamotti probably looks, out of all the cheapies, looks like the guy that can probably be the safest option to, to get a base at that cheapest price at 230 To Lau, he comes. You know, on and off really uh, and he has some neat, like some really low scores in his game the dual position is a big win I think you need to carry him just for that and you know Tiger's going better I think he's going to be good Preston there's still a few things up in the air Andrew Davey is a chance of coming onto the bench he would take Tanner's spot it's, it's believed to be because Preston was most likely going to be in this side before the Luke Thompson news so I think Preston can be used on an edge a little bit through the middle as well he's a base stat type of guy so I think he's going to do well. I don't see him losing, uh, getting out of my side. Blaw, you know, he could have a good couple of games to start. Bateman nowhere to be seen in that in that twenty-one. So does he end up getting you know, moved into that twenty-one next week, and then we see Blaw go back to the bench? There's so many question marks here. You know, Cam, Cam Pereira could be a could score you a ten and and then score you a fifty. There's yeah, just way too many question marks. Ben Murdoch Masilla. The theory is with him that. He played so well in those trials, and they need a more of a damaging edge. You know, birds there, and he could do a good job. But I think he'd be a great link man. So he actually has been training in the thirteen role. And if Ben Murdoch Masilla can come in and get that starting edge position, I think he's going to do you know, score really well. You know, whether it's in the thirties, whether it be a forty, I think he can do that. And at, the, at at worst this week, I get to use him as a loop option which is great. I can plug and play him in the in the mids there, or we can just use him in this four spot and try and loop a guy like Cartwright. If he happens to play and I keep him in this side, he could come out and get 80 minutes and score a 50, where I'd want to loop him. Uh, and all i do, guys, is I would leave Ben Murdoch masilla in that number four spot, and then I would get Cartwright's points. For those that are asking me about looping, there are plenty of new people here watching. Uh, if you've been here for a long time, then uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that too much. You know what's going on. But yeah, Ben, ben Murdoch masilla can be used as that. So. Generally, guys, that's the, the squad there. The, big next, the next big one was obviously Cleary and Dewey. I had Hines, and when Hines went down, it was time for Cleary. I was thinking about him anyway. And the good thing is if, when he's out in round three, thankfully I only have one of those guys out in round three, the Panthers boys, and I can just use Tanner Boyd in that half position. I decided to fade Isaiah Katoa at this point. I just think that he is very young. Like, he's so, so talented But what are the chances of him coming out and absolutely dominating from ball one? I don't think it's highly possible. So I think we can wait on him. And there's every chance that Milford cleans up his act, gets back into that squad. I think if if Katoa goes well, we can just plug him in for another uh, fallen cash cow. But just at the moment, I just can see him missing a lot of tackles, for example, and and getting a pretty low score uh, with the Dolphins not looking like they're going to score a mountain of points. So that's the theory there. Drinky, the big one for him is just so I could shore up that wing fullback position. As I said, we get to keep him all the way through till you know, round 15 when they have their buy. So that's really nice. That's really com- comforting to have. When Warbrick's probably going to be out after three weeks, you know George Jennings might be back uh, in that time. You know you're going to be playing merry-go-round in this wing fullback position. So I want to shore up someone for the year. He's actually pretty consistent. He's more consistent than Val Holmes. That's why I went for him. And Cowboys have a decent draw to start. It's not the, the you know, craziest draw that everyone's talking about, but I think he's going to do a great job in that side. So Drinky's in there, and probably like the third or fourth best swing fullback in the competition at the moment. And I think he's going to do a good job. I'm, I'm pretty happy just sitting him there and you know, scoring me some decent points. So yeah, that's that there. And then Adam Adam Dewey there. And you know, the reason I went him over Hastings, I just think it's more of a sure thing that he comes out. He loves these hands on the ball runs the ball a lot uh the tigers are, are going to be a better team than the knights and you know they have the titans first up for example who uh you know that, that type of game is usually very high scoring so i think dewey's yeah you know, a bit of a lock in in a lot of people's sides so yeah let me know your thoughts on the squad guys obviously you know 21 in the bank there's definitely a few different things we can do but as i said most sides are going to have some type of hole in them you know whether you you're missing out on that super gun hooker like i am with grant I think we can. Yeah, I do really want him. He's the only guy. Him and Carrigan, the two guys that I'm looking at. I go, oh, I just wish I could have. But, yeah, you know, maybe we just have to build up to them really quickly. That's you know probably the general idea. And hopefully some of these mid rangers can do that. The Butchers, the arrows, Katoas, Fords can do that. And if they aren't, we can move them on to someone who's cheaper, or we can upgrade them in another way. But that is my team, guys. I hope you enjoyed that one. We're gonna go to the people squad which is going to be next. And there's a, a few changes compared to my team there. There's no Murray. So we have Carrigan in this one, which is awesome. I suppose most of you guys have checked out the people squad, so I won't go too crazy into that. But the difference is there. Grant's up top, which is awesome. And then we have Smith and Boyd as cover, which is great. And that's the other big thing to think about, guys, is make sure you have some cover in all your positions. Thankfully, I do have the cover with Talao there. If I went for the Carrigan option, Katoa out, Suali'i out, uh, and bring Carrigan in. I was very mid and edge heavy, and then I would have only had a Pereira or a Harley-Smith Shields, which meant I would have had no center cover or no uh, wing fullback cover. Yeah, unless I went for Tilau on the bench, but I'd rather play Tilau than um, yeah, Smith Shields. So either way there, it just left me with a little less cover. So that's that. Anywho, Grant, great option. Elikatoa and Ghana, So they decided to go for Ghana instead of Leoro in this one. Spend that extra money to leave us with 9K. So... Hopefully Garner just plays and he comes out and absolutely dominates. And if he gets moved late, we can change him. Uh, not to Lioro, but we can go to a cheaper guy and, and, and do it from there. Uh, in terms of the differences here, they've got Talao on the emergencies. So he could come in for Smith Shields if he wanted to. They've gone very cheap, the People Squad, uh, in the centers there. Guys, if you're not sure what the People Squad is all about, there's actually gonna be a lot of them around. All the different podcasts are coming up with their own People Squad, and we're gonna fight off against each other. So this is the Discord crew, guys and they actually vote to make the, the changes in their sides. And that's how these teams come together. That's why I say they, because it's our big group that, that puts the decides uh, yeah, the, the, the on this. Going for Drinkwater as well, who seems to be coming a little bit more popular with his long uh, amount of games without a buy. And very similar to here, the strange one or the interesting one I should say is, is actually spending up that little bit extra on Tamari Martin. So he was uh, still fairly popular. I think he's just that guy, he's gonna cover a couple of positions, the half, and also the wing fullback position. And yeah, we can use him as a, a solid base type of guy. Again, Dury, we can plug and play him or Cartwright. Depends how things go. But uh, yeah, not a crazy amount of differences, but obviously Grant in, um, you know, downgraded to, to Carrigan to get that extra couple hundred K. Not spending any money on on centers is what allows us to to spend up um, in, in that, you know, Harry Grant purchase. So yeah, very very interesting, and yeah, it's just more that that long game. I think for me is the way I'm playing it with you know the bit of money in the centres and also the wing fullback, um, and that's the way that we're going with it, guys. So that's the people squad really. Let me know what you thought uh, thoughts are on the people squad, and if you have any suggestions, message uh, scoop about the people squad or just pop it in the the people squad uh, thread there on the Discord. That would be amazing. Okay, let's move to the super coach reveal. Here we go. I did it a couple of weeks ago, and there's a few changes from here. So the 67K remaining 46 trades up top is always going to be delightful there. But Harry Grant up top with Brandon Smith. So I don't have, get Harry in my team, so he ends up in my Supercoach team, which is awesome there. We then have guys like Joey Tapney and Christian Welch. So Welsh is someone that I was you know, looking at, to be honest with you here, for a, a little while. I had Stefano Utuagamanu in there, and I just thought that that was a bit too light to then go with some cheapies in Moale and Pele, on the bench there. Just slightly worried about this whole front row forward position and I found it very difficult to to be able to pick this position there. But Welchie, I think, you know, he's probably a little bit of value in him. can get him in the five or so and they don't have a lot of middles on their bench. So you just suspect some some decent minutes out of him and also Nass. So the two guys there, Tarpenny, I just expect a, a big year and we can hold him for the entirety of the season, which is a big worry in uh, this front row forward position, I believe. Okay, we move along to the second row as then... Fafida is the the big dog that I've got in the side had a pretty poor year last year and still scored well so I think he can go to the next level in a Titan side that probably improves a little bit which is good big Wilden, his ability to score tries is what drags me in here Butcher him in 482 there I think he you know he was a bit of an upgrade for me I had Katoa in there but I've gone for Butcher as like that stock standard guy we know what we're going to get from him he definitely has some value and if he can score some tries even better Hopgood a must have at that price, of course. Murdoch Massilla and Preston in there as well, just to you know to round things out with some cheaper guys. We don't need you know five good gun uh, you know second row forwards at this point. Halfbacks, I upgraded uh Tanner Boyd actually to Walker. So just with him, I think we can watch Tanner. And given he has a buy in round five as well, uh, not too fast on him making a, an amazing amount of cash early. So I'm happy to fade him at this point, And I think Walker can score really well at the start and have a really good year. So it's either we could have him for a stretch of time or we can you know, trade him out in round four for all his hard work and you know, to pick up a Heinz or pick up a you know, Schuster somehow. We can move Katoa up, whatever we decide to in that, uh, in that round four buy. So that's that. With Cleary as vice-captain. I've got Teddy as captain, which is cool too. So Adam Dewey, uh, Adam Dewey there is going to be my starting 5'8". I think he's going to have a great season. It was him, Burton, Walker, these types of guys. But we'll go with Adam and we can make our decisions from there. Isaiah Katoa, it was him. Sure start. We went for Katoa just at the cheap price. Hopefully he gets to play a lot of the year. In the centers, we went interesting. We got two Panthers guys, which we're, I'm definitely thinking about, but I do hopefully Warwick is still there for sure. Uh, Staggs, he had to downgrade from Holmes to be able to get a little bit of money for Uto Kamanu up to Welchie. So Staggs is the one in there. Not super sold on him, but he didn't play that great last year, so he definitely has some upside. pray, I think can, can Jackson some tries. That'll be hectic. Uh, so keen to see him play against those Tigers there, and that left edge is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, and then we got Teddy and Chavovic, so pretty excited about this team, guys. Uh, if you're a Supercoach whiz, I'm obviously learning a little bit more about Supercoach. I know a lot more about NRL fantasy, and as you can tell, I you know speak about that for days. But yeah, that's the Supercoach team. That's all the teams, guys. I hope you enjoyed the preseason. As I said early. Uh, Yeah, send me your teams guys, especially if you're in the private group, you know, get in there and send me them. I won't be able to reply to everyone uh, in the, you know, in the Discord community. There's just so many people, so many of you and only one of me. So thank you very much for watching guys and good luck in round one.